welcome to another episode of the Joy Social Work Podcast. I am Joy. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Sunday. Happy Father's Day. Happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this on. Happy days. <laughs> if you are a white person and you feel like, damn, I really shouldn't have Juneteenth off. That's crazy. You could send a donation to a black person today. I think that would be a nice thing to do. Uh, you know, something for their reparations and or emotional support, um, bottom lunch or some dinner tonight, something, something, something. If you're like, damn, I don't know no black people, you could always send it to me. <laughs> my cash app is JoySW. My Venmo is Joy-SW. Um, or hyphen. Mm, punctuation. Really be fucking me up sometimes. <laughs> it's the line. What's one is that? That hyphen? I don't know. Oh man. Why don't I know what a hyphen is? Anyway, whatever. You could always email me at the joy of social work at gmail.com and I could tell you how you could pay me if you would like to. Um so yeah. I mean also if you're a white person, you're like, I've deserved this day off. Many other people would beg to differ but you know it is your it, it really is your world so you make the rules we're just here living in it but anywho um oh that sounds a little anyway whatever I have feelings about it and I'm expressing my feelings I don't think that white people should have the day off but also I could see folks saying they identify as black to get the day off or folks who don't even think it should be a holiday and I'm sure the ruckus they're gonna cause because they hate black people Ah, the joys of America. Ghetto. Anyway, uh, what else is going on? So I have, I don't know that I talked about this last time, but I am doing a pick my brain special for the month of June where folks can schedule an hour session with me and we can talk about podcasting. We can talk about private practice, anything social work. If you have some advice, you want to be like, oh girl, my man did this and what would you do? We could do that. Um, if you just want to schedule a time to chat, you can now. Um, it costs $100, which is cheap for an hour, I think. Um, especially if you're leaving away with takeaways. Uh, and you can book that on can- Calendly. I don't know words today. Sorry, y'all. Um, if you follow me on social work, if you follow me on social work, what is happening? If you follow me on Instagram, it is in my bio. If not, I will put it in the description of this episode if you would like to book a session. We're going to try it out for June. So far, I had a session and I have two more scheduled. So if you're interested, uh, get the booking. And we can, you know, talk some things out. But I did want to use this episode to talk about social worky stuff. And by social worky stuff, private practice stuff. Um, And by that... (laughs) The biggest mistake I've made in private practice. Ooh. So let's give you a little bit of background. So when I started my practice in, I started seeing clients because I wouldn't even consider that starting my practice. I started seeing clients in November of 2019. And so... There were folks who I might or might not have seen someplace else who 
their caveat to moving over was like, I need to be paying the same thing. And most of them were insurance. I was yet, not yet credentialed on my own. I was still credentialed through where I was working. So that wasn't going to be possible. Because I didn't have the, the, the wherewithal to know how to like transfer that stuff to me. Also, sometimes when you work at places, you sign contracts. And so you can't do certain things. So that's why I said it may or may not. Not putting myself under anybody's bus <laughs> to get sued. Um, so I had at the time maybe seven clients. Something like that. Um, and only one was paying my rate. Folks were paying, some pay, folks were paying their copay. <laughs> Which, if your copay was $100 or if your copay was $50, did something. Some people don't have a copay. Some people's copay is $10. Now I've sat and talked to you for an hour and you give me $10. That just doesn't feel worth it in a lot of cases. Um, so it, so I started in a negative and kept being in a negative because I also had an office space. So I'm paying rent. I'm not making any money. This shit is not profitable. Then March, 2020, I quit my job. The world shuts down. This private practice, I had had a plan of what I was going to do to make money, but then the world shut down. So that plan didn't look quite the same in a virtual space than it did in an in-person space. And so I did it for maybe a month, but I never got paid for it because I didn't do paperwork. Let me just say it is what it is. I didn't do paperwork, never got paid for it. So, but in the meantime, I was like, I need to get clients. I need to get clients. Me doing this practice is going to be my full-time job. I need to get clients. But now the world has just shut down. Folks are losing their jobs. Folks are losing their lives. Everything is changing. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Is COVID lasting for two days? Is COVID lasting for two fucking years? Nobody knows. It's a crazy time. People are like, I can't afford $150. And so when I started to hear that, I automatically was like, okay, well, I'll do a sliding scale and my sliding scale will start at $50. Because in my mind, $50 felt like a good price because, you know, I want to work with black and brown people. I want it to be accessible. Folks are losing their jobs. I want, I want people to be able to come to therapy and heal during this time while I'm also trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in the world and with my career, all the things. So there were quite a few people who paid $50, some paid $75, few paid more than that. So now we're in a pandemic. I don't have a full-time job. This is my income. I still have bills because I live someplace. I have to buy food, shit like that. Like phone, like things still needed to be paid. Oh, I also still had an office. Cause in the pan in the in 2020, who 
They could have maybe stopped my rent payments, but they didn't. I probably could have also asked and fought for something, but I did. You know, I just like had an office space. I'm paying rent, home rent, paying office rent. I'm <laughs> not making my salary. So again, just continues to go into a hole. So I would consider my worst decision in private practice is giving so many people a sliding scale because I couldn't afford it. And also at the time, I'm being told by some folks, that's too much money. And so I'm thinking that my rate is too much. So I'm discounting myself so that I can be accessible accessible to everybody. But then in the meantime, everybody else is winning except me. And that, and, and, and I mean that in a way of like, yeah, you're getting quality services, you're doing work, you're feeling better, whatever the case may be, but I'm feeling shitty because I can't afford to live. And so my advice would be for folks, or my suggestion would be to folks is like, if you can't afford a sliding scale to start at $50, don't start a sliding scale at $50. If your sliding scale needs to start at $100, then start at $100. Some folks still might think $100 Every week or every other week is a lot. Then you might not be the therapist for them. As much as you want to work with certain populations, some people just might not be able to afford it. Um, and we'll get into insurance in a little bit. But so I'm out here like <laughs> struggling really because I was trying to just be helpful, I guess. I don't even know if that's what it was. But again, I, it was a lot of like hearing it was too much and also feeling like, is it too much? Would I pay that? And a lot of self-doubt and, 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 and also not even being able to or knowing how to rather like really advocate for like why my fee is this. And my therapist and I had talked about it because when she and I were talking about rates, because I don't know if I've, I'm sure I've talked about it on here. But my therapist was pretty instrumental in me starting a practice because I was working at a fee-for-service. It wasn't going well. She was like, I just don't understand why you're doing that anyway if you can open up a practice. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm ready. And she was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. And so she kind of like laid down the foundation for me. I'm very grateful for her um, for that. But we were talking about rates, And I think I said 75 at first. And she was like, why would you, why, why, why do you think that that's enough? And I'm like, well, because I want to work with black people and I just don't think they're going to pay that much money and da, 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 da. And I'm like, I don't know that I would pay $300 to go to therapy. And she was like, okay. And you'll never get $300 because you don't think that somebody will pay that. And I'm like, oh, so then I was like, a hundred and twenty-five, and she's like, "Okay," but all this time, like charging two seventy-five or something like that, and like her prices were high, and I just was like, "I just don't think I'm gonna, I can do that. I don't think I could ask for that. I don't think anybody would pay that." And she's like, "They will if they value you, and if you value you." So. It kept being a thing in my head that I was like, I have to go up on prices because again, I'm struggling. So I go up on prices. Some people can afford it. Some people can't. And then it becomes more as, as I'm going through, you know, getting to present day, there's more people. Oh, 
approaching, you know, now times, there was more people paying the rate versus not. So now I'm in this space of like, there are still some folks who pay a, a, a previous rate. And I'm not struggling, struggling, but I, when I look at the work that I've done in the week, sometimes it feels like a kick in the ass to say like, damn, I should have made X amount of dollars, but I made this. And so again, something I would encourage folks is if you cannot afford to not charge your rate, don't, because I don't want you to get into a situation where you're not living where you could be living or like in the way you could be living or you not, you're not able to like access health insurance if you're an entrepreneur and you have to pay for that out of pocket or you're not able to access self-care things like vacation or being able to take a day off because you need a mental health day um, because if you don't work, you don't eat type of vibe. Like, I just want folks to be comfortable and be in a good space. And not struggle. Like, because why should any of us have to struggle? I'm not saying your clients should struggle to pay for therapy. If folks are struggling to pay for therapy, then they should probably find another therapist. Preferably somebody who takes their insurance, if that's the case. So when it comes to insurance also, I don't do billing and all of that stuff on my own because I just refuse to learn how to do it. I'm being very honest, like... Feels like a lot of work, feels like a lot of paperwork. I hear folks don't always get paid. I'm just not interested in any of that. I need my money after I do a service or before I do a service, but I need to get paid. So I do billing through, I do insurance through a company called, a third-party biller called Headway. If you're interested in Headway, also email me. I could connect you to them. But don't just go on Headway and do it. Tell me first so I can get, you know, a situation from them. And then maybe I'll give you part of the situation. But come on, don't just look it up on your own. Don't be selfish. But I do it through Headway. And a conversation I had with somebody the other day is like, if you want to start a practice and you're like, I still want to be able to offer some sliding scale fees. Maybe the sliding scale fees are insurance clients because they'll pay significantly less. And then you'll get paid less than your rate potentially, but not like $50. $50. It's wild because like most people don't make $50 an hour. I don't know about most, but I would say most people don't make $50 an hour. But when you think about it in the work that if you're listening to this this far, you're probably a social worker, a mental health counselor, some kind of some kind of person doing mental health work. $50 an hour sounds in regular terms like a lot of money. $50 an hour in therapy is nothing, nothing, nothing. It is, it feels insulting. It feels like that was more than, you got more of me than I got from you. And I know that this is not about money. There's people that I see for free. There's people I see for less than $50. So it's not, I don't want anyone to hear this and be like, oh, Joy, it's just all about money. Because I'm, I'm not. At the end of the day, I, I really should be more about money than I am um, because I want to live this life <laughs> I can't afford. Um, but don't lowball yourself. I saw this quote or maybe did I see a quote or did I just make it up? I don't remember. But it's something about like when you when you start to discount 
or decrease your own value, you're the one who ends up suffering. Like you being like, okay, I'm only worth this amount of money or this amount of time. Cause we're not, you know, cause it's also time. Then you are discounting yourself and you're hurting yourself at the end of the day. You're tired. You're working more hours than you would like to work. Because now if you say you're like, okay, $50 is what I'm going to take. The money that you, the time you would have to work and the amount of clients you would have to have in working for $50 is way more than the amount of clients you would have if you charged twice that, even at $100. Like, so you're putting more hours into your week, more time and energy. Like you are probably doing more damage for yourself than you are doing good for your clients, honestly. So really be like a little bit selfish slash realistic Think about your life. Think about what are the things that are important to you. How much you need to to make a month to live. Again, you also have to pay taxes on this money. So it's not like, I made $2,000 this week. I go home with $2,000. Yeah, a fucking Uncle Sam wants his piece too. So you have to really make the numbers work for you. If you are uncomfortable with that, seek some kind of support, some kind of like guidance because I don't want folks to be out here making the mistakes I made and like I just want to be for everybody and the people and da 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 and then you're like oh I can't pay rent this month that's not fun especially when you're like I worked and 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 I, I me and money which is why I struggle with the conversations. Money and I have had an interesting relationship over the years. So asking for money is hard. Negotiating is hard. It's become easier once I learned, like, I don't know, like, given the red light, I mean the red light, the green light of saying, like, you can negotiate. But it's not always easy saying out loud, my rate is $200. Because some folks are like... You hit a tire. Excuse me, I'm, I'm choking. You hear the silence. You hear the quiet. And so, before my rate went up to 200, and it was 150, <clears throat> I would say, when people say like, "Well, what's the rate?" I would say 150, and I'd pause for a, a millisecond, and then I would jump in with sliding scale prices. That never gave myself. Or the person, the opportunity to say, I can or can't afford that. So a lot of times I did it to me. As time went on, I would pause and like wait for them to say, I can or can't do that. But there was definitely a point that I would like be like, the rate is 150. But if you can't afford that, and then a lot of people are like, oh, (laughs) well, if you're going to give it to me at a discount, I'm going to take it. So be better, do better, stick with your rate, charge your rate. If folks cannot pay it and you are like, this is, I really want to take on this client, work with them, work with them. Figure out something that's comfortable for you and them. But don't do that for everybody because you are going to be in a situation where you are struggling. Unless you are wealthy. And you were just doing this work to pass the time, then whatever, charge what you want, take money, don't take money, 
whatever makes you happy. But if you are <laughs> like me, charge your rate, stick with it. Again, if folks can't do it and you, you are willing and able to work with them, do it. If not, you have to say no. You have to say no and they'll have to find somebody else. And, and finding a therapist nowadays is not easy. I um, had reached out to my old therapist and she connected me to, or she provided me information with somebody she knows here. That person is not accepting clients, but they have a practice. So I had like reached out to someone in their practice. I was supposed to have an appointment. And then I didn't fill out my paperwork. And if I'm being honest, I think I didn't because I don't know that I'm 100% sure about the person. Um, I have my own criteria of what I'm looking for in a therapist. And to me, to me, Joy, your degree is important to me. And that's probably because I'm a social worker, so I look for that. And if it's not that, then sometimes I'm like, well, what did you learn in school and can you help me? And, and maybe that's not the right way to look at it, but that is a thing for me. Also, like how old somebody is. I don't prefer, I don't prefer, I don't prefer, that's not the word. That is the word. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't want somebody that's younger than me, personally. I don't want somebody that's my mama's age either because I had a therapist that was much older and it gave very motherly vibes. I don't want that. You know, I'm anti trying to find me another mama. <laughs> I very much don't. I want somebody that I feel like I can relate to and who can understand me and I don't have to explain too many things, but is a black woman. That is something that is important to me. Um... So I don't know. I might reschedule. I haven't decided yet. I, I, but I, I need to be honest with myself that I think I do need to be back in therapy. I'm not using any of the tools that I know that I have and have used before. And I'm really just out here hitting life raw and it is not working. So I need something. Um, and finding the energy to therapize myself is not working. So I need to, to call in the backup. So I might reschedule with this person. I might do a deeper dive and deeper dive. I haven't said that in a long time. And um, find my own person and not go with my my former therapist's um, recommendation. Because again, it wasn't the person she recommended. It was somebody in her staff. Um, but I know that like I need additional support. So that's something that I don't know how we got over here. But anyway, because <laughs> we're talking about money. Um, but yeah, get your coin, whatever that, that is and looks like for you. Um, yeah, that's all I got right now. These episodes are getting short. Maybe I'll get a guest on, give y'all a little bit more to listen to. I've just been not with the shits. Um, June has been really difficult for me. And so I wasn't going to do an episode at all, but this came to me and I was like, I should talk about it. Um, but June has been rough, 
we're more than halfway through it though which is also weird because then it's gonna be july then it's gonna be august and it's my birthday month and i really just want to go on vacation (laughs) but flights are like five million dollars so probably won't be going anywhere that makes me very sad (sighs) But there are some things to look forward to So I'm looking forward to the things I'll keep you posted on what those are As we approach them But here I am Oh oh! I was like wait I said I was going to talk about something on this If you are in Atlanta Or can get to Atlanta On August 20th Saturday August 20th There is going to be an event Called Therapist Night Out It is a party for therapists from 7 p.m. to 12 midnight, and it's $150. If you are interested in getting more information, I will put that in the description, but you could also follow underscore therapist night out on Instagram for more information about what that will be and what that will look like, but it sounds like a good time. I will be in the motherfucking building um, cause you know, my birthday week, I don't know what I'm doing for my birthday. <laughs> cause all of my friends are in New York. Um, but something, we're going to do something. We're going to do something in Georgia to celebrate me because that is where I will be on August 15th. So yeah, well, hopefully this was helpful to somebody and you will get your money and you will feel successful. And if you have questions and would like to schedule one of those pick my brain calls, You can do so. Again, the information is down in the description. And that's all I got for now. See you in two weeks. Bye. We don't say no.